The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello and welcome to the Gardening Canada podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, and today's episode, we're talking all about what the heck those hairs are on our tomatoes. Are those really roots? Hello, hello, my plant people. If you're new to this podcast, my name's Ashley and I'm a soil scientist. On this channel, I like to take all that science and uh, apply it to plants, both indoors and outside. And today's episode, we're talking about what the heck those hairs are on our stems of our tomatoes. Why do some people call them roots and other people disagree? We're going to jump into a little bit of the science. If you have not yet reached out over on Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, the website, you name it, please do. I am more than happy to hear from you guys. And I will be posting um, examples of some of the things that I am talking about here today over on Instagram and Facebook just to get a more visual of what's going on, as well as there is a free voicemail service. So that is in the show notes down below. You can simply leave me a voicemail where you can ask me a question and then I take that, play it on the podcast and I answer your question for you. So it's pretty fun to do. I had some come through that I need to actually uh, do that for, but we'll make that an episode on its own. So what are those little hairs on your tomato stems? Well, those little hairs are called trichomes and they are actually a hair-like growth of the epidermis um, of the plant. And so these trichomes come in many shapes and sizes and many of which have special jobs depending on the type of plant. Um, for example, we commonly will see this not only on tomatoes, but we'll see it on cannabis plants and we'll see it on various um, different types of outdoor uh, decorative plants as well. So in the case of tomatoes, however, the question is, do these become roots? And the answer to that question is no, they do not become roots. So these hairs stay hairs indefinitely, but we will talk about where the roots do come from when we do plant our tomatoes deeper a little bit later on. So they actually play a multiple 
in the multitude of rolls, even just on the tomato itself. The hairs are not uniformly placed, um, they come in different densities, and this is all based on a study done in 2020. During the study, they used two different types of um, microscopes. They use a scanning electron microscope and a transmission uh, electron microscope, and they used it for the purpose of identifying the relationship between trichomes and stress resistance. So the way they did this was through analyzing what types of trichomes were present on that tomato plant and how that tomato plant reacted to various different stresses that I was exposed to, such as low temps, droughts, disease, and even insects, in particular white flies. So the tomato hairs, trichomes, are not all equal. They found under the microscope that there was two main species located on tomatoes in particular, and these main two types, I guess you could say, uh, or two categories, not species, sorry, uh, two categories of trichomes actually goes across all plants. And those two categories are glandular and non-glandular. Now, glandular trichomes are on tomatoes and can be labeled as types 1, 4, 6, and 8. And the glandular trichomes under a microscope are defined of consisting of 6 to 10 cells, slender, 2 to 3 millimeters in length, spherical, multicellular bases, and small, round, glandular cells on the tip. These glands are actually what gives the tomatoes its smell. So these glands are responsible for flavonoids, terpenoids, and sugars. And that sounds funny because that's typically cannabis talk, but it's also plant talk just in general. That's where that scent comes from. Now the non-glandular trichomes on a plant, such as in particular on tomatoes, is types 2, 3, and 5. And these non-glandular trichomes on tomatoes were identical to the glandular ones, but the major difference being the actual length. So if you've ever looked at a tomato, you've likely noticed little hairs on the leaves. These are the leaves that are non, or those are the hairs that are non-glandular when compared to the longer stem ones. The shorter ones can be used for pest deterrence, herborvary, (laughs) oh my goodness. Um, I'm not even gonna try to say that again, but herbivore activities, and then also sunblock or heat to help regulate with that. So what do we know about a tomato having a mixture of trichomes? Well, there's three kind of main things that came out of this study. The tomatoes with higher densities of both groups of trichomes were more tolerant to cold stress. So this is kind of interesting because as gardeners, we notice when we go to transplant outdoors or when those seedlings are just little, they have a really high density of these trichomes. Like if we're talking per square millimeter of a plant, there's a heck of a lot in there. And this makes that plant more cold tolerant to cold stressors. So I wonder if that's why tomatoes have those, um, have more at, at the seedling stage is due to its ability to deal with cold stress and how that benefits us here as gardeners in cold climates. So the second thing that came out of that is an abundance of non-glandular trichomes, no specific type can promote drought resistance. And this helps by simply capturing more water. Um, It can help by reducing light um, and heat intensity on the leaves. So that is interesting as well. And like I mentioned, those shorter non-glandular trichomes, hairs are what we actually see on the leaves more so than the stems themselves. 
And then type 3 non-glandular trichomes combined with an above average height of trichomes in general can result in pathogen resistance, which I found very, very interesting. So where did this whole idea that trichomes turn into roots come from? And the answer to that is the little white bumps on your tomato plant. The little white bumps that kind of look like pimples or nodules, sometimes it almost looks like disease, are known as advantageous roots or also known as aerial roots. And these are very well known in the houseplant community because we, we deal with aerial roots all the time. They seemingly come out of nowhere and they're kind of like these knobs that eventually turn into somewhat of a regular root system. And it's completely determined by weather conditions, cultivars, and possible stresses. So when we see advantageous roots on tomatoes, it's either via cutting or sometimes in a greenhouse environment. If our tomatoes are grown in a greenhouse environment, they tend to be have more access to ambient humidity. And with that, we get more of the bumps. So due to that, um, that is what ends up causing the roots that form underground. So we get these knobby looking things that suddenly turn into what appear to be hair-like roots. And what happens is they push their way through the surface and it kind of dissolves or disappears any hairs that existed. So when we go to dig that tomato up or if we're observing what's happening, we typically will say, well, the hairs turned into roots because we went from long and slender to long and slender, which would make sense. But it's actually the opposite of true is true. We're going from stubby and fat into long and slender once it's given the right conditions. So advantageous roots, also known as roots of primordia or fibrous roots, um, are caused by the division of perikinum cells. So these cells are thin-walled and unspecialized, meaning they do not have a job yet. So this makes them incredibly adaptable to differentiate and perform various different functions. Perikinum cells in our tomato plants can be specialized to function in photosynthesis, storage, and transport. This is because they are plumbed directly into the exchange cells that control delivery of xylem and phloem of the plant. Before you see the advantageous roots, they can differentiate the apical meristem, root cap, and begin the slender uh, vascular structure that kind of looks like a straw. So when we look at advantageous roots compared to regular tomato roots, there is slight differences. Advantageous roots are developed from aerial tissue, whereas primary roots are described as the regular roots, um, are specifically derived from an embryotic radical or lateral root system. Both root types can function in similar ways with some slight differences. So when we look at tomatoes, especially when we have a primary tat root or a lateral root system, the potential for aerial derived advantageous roots becomes a reality. So these roots and the primaries are different because primaries will actually dig down deeper into our soil profile in hopes of grabbing water located lower. Advantageous roots will not have that effect. So when it comes to comparing trichomes and advantageous roots just in general, there is really no similarities other than the fact that there may be some temperature regulations that take a um, place between the two, but it's very, very limited. And on my website, I did kind of like a, the old school circle graphs, which is um, similar, similar, different uh, between the three. 
So trichomes have hair or whisker-like appendages. They give the tomato their smell. They're a pest deterrent. They do not turn into roots. and They do not uptake nutrients in water. Advantageous roots I lifted out, list out as having white bumps, potentially supporting, do not turn into roots, do not, do, sorry, do turn into roots, do uptake nutrients in water uh, that are passing by, but will not dig for water reserves. The only similarities I could find between the two is the fact that it's a visual appendage off the stem and that they may aid in temperature regulation, but in two very different ways. So, like I said, the reason why I think people f- believe that these roots are those hairs turn into roots is simply because the roots appear and the hairs disappear. And without having um, special equipment to view this as just a regular person looking at plants, I mean, it's pretty easy to see why you would jump to that conclusion. So I want to thank you guys so much for listening in today's podcast. If you enjoyed it, be sure to give the podcast a rating, uh, whatever that entails. And also be sure to come visit me over on Instagram, Facebook, wherever the case is. I'll be more than happy to talk to you guys. Some of you have reached out and it makes me very, very happy. But anyways, I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.